0: Are we finally seeing the end for PS3 and Vita? Let's talk about that. Hello and welcome to Triangle Square, a PlayStation
1: podcast. I am Brett Beck, and alongside me, your host... Saw Bridges bringing you Lucky, episode 49. But we, you're our host, too. Don't just call me the host. You that left, is true. You left I, I am your name. host. We're I'm both, your host, we're, Brett Beck. We're your hosts in this what? beautiful home. Look, there we go. We're this your hosts, Brett Beck, alongside me. Saw Bridges. Look, we, lucky, episode 49. I'm not going to forget see,
0: that. We're, we're we're like comedians where you go up on stage and you kind of like workshop a joke in the middle of your
1: performance. And then they get booed off stage and nobody yeah. listens to their podcast ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well Saul's All been, it's been a
0: good run. Didn't even quite hit fifty, but that's I know. okay. That's that's sad. You know, but they say you gotta go out while you're in your prime, and maybe we were never in our prime. Man, if this, but just, this is prime enough.
1: If someone's like <laughs> listening to this and it skips to this part, they're like, What's going on?
0: Yeah, no, see, they they think that this is the end, but nay. Yeah. I say we come back stronger.
1: Triangle squared squared. <laughs> With like a little two.
0: Like we already said, it's gonna be the second year of Triangle Squared. Then we're gonna do cubed. Man, we're gonna really have to figure this at that point. Out. It's
1: just like a square with lines that draws to another square behind it. Why not? Cubes are weird. At
0: that point, actually, that would be kind of cool for the triangle squared logo, and then have it'd a, be like square a three with dimensional. A, yeah, it'd be weird. That would be weird. I don't know how you could design that, but I'm sure there's a way. Anyway, enough rambling on. This is Triangle Squared a PlayStation podcast. If you've uh, never listen to us. That's what we are, PlayStation-oriented podcast. We post every Monday at 10 a.m. PST and 12 p.m. CST on YouTube in a video format or in an audio-only format on most podcast services, except for that damned sound. Spotify. That's Spotify. Don't say SoundCloud. Yeah, you're yeah, right. SoundCloud's are on, on
1: SoundCloud. <laughs> Yeah, but that, we're on Podbean that, too. That's I, Spotify. I actually downloaded Podbean again earlier. Oh, is that is that your new Dutch. one of
0: choice? See, whenever I was listening to well, a lot of podcasts, it's when I had always all the time. been. Oh, I've I used just been late podcast lazy. addict, which is apparently what a, one of a one couple too. people listen to. It's it's if you're Android, you know, if you're one of us uh, Android people, instead of you know, I, I guess I get it. I actually, whenever I I did that at first until I realized that podcasts were on Google Play Music. And I was like, oh, never mind, I'm just going to do that.
1: Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that, too. Yeah, so anyway, Saul, what have you been doing this week, good sir? Monster Hunter, lots of it, not really, Mm. not lots of it at all. Not Uh, lots of it. Well, I mean, okay, you beat it. I beat it on Sunday. No. Man, really? Tuesday. I'm about to say. It was the last time I actually got to play for quite a bit. Um, Wednesday, we had to go do our taxes and grocery shopping stuff, so I didn't get to play a whole lot then. But, yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah, being an adult. Um, But Monster Hunter. Taxation is theft. (laughs) No taxation. Shout out to Colin Moriarty. But uh, PUBG, a little bit sprinkled in more than normal. Probably played six to eight games this go around. Uh, Got down to me and another guy, and I was super, super pumped, and I got killed. So is
0: is PUBG basically taking over completely for you for Fortnite?
1: Yeah, like uh, PUBG, the skill gap there is a lot different. I, I, I honestly, it's very. Well, rare what do you again.
0: mean, like in terms of who you're playing alongside? Well, no, or I what? mean,
1: uh, I should say skill ceiling because, like, in Fortnite, it was almost a a very a very very big rare occurrence for me not to get top twenty at least. Um, oh, I almost sometimes. Every, almost every game I was top ten in Fortnite. Um, but in PUBG, that's happened like four times, and I've played a lot of games of PUBG, so. Hmm. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a lot of mechanics to learn. Um, it's a lot different. It's
0: do you play PUBG keyboard and mouse? Yes. Okay. If it comes to PlayStation, which basically is confirmed that it will be at some point, are you going to plan to move off to PlayStation and play on there?
1: I will play PlayStation with friends. Yeah. It oh, just, but, but
0: you're going to hardcore on, hardcore it on PC. Is that I, your,
1: I'm thinking my PC is going to run it better than PS4. Maybe, hopefully. I to mean, be honest, Xbox I mean, yeah, X, I, w- I would bet because yeah. it's running like, I get 1080p apparently it runs better frames. and
0: some people didn't experience that apparently. So. I know
1: it's weird but like I get a full 60 frames high on all settings. Um so yeah, I'm going to I'll definitely stay there for solo. But that's really it this week. I did play Celeste a couple nights. Um I really think that's it. You know, I picked up Witcher 3. It was on sale again for no, 20 dollars You were bucks. talking about
0: starting that but probably yeah.
1: not tonight, right? Um it depends. If you want to co-op some Monster Hunter, I will be down for that. Um I have been really kind of just grinding monsters for gems and stuff. And I'm going between uh, great sword and the bow and um, charge blade. So I'm kind of like picking out what I want and my sets that I'm kind of customizing. I'm like, I need this and this and this I'm grinding for all of it.
0: How would you say now that you've beaten it, how long initial impression wise of your time spent post game, do you think you'll actually stay playing the game I'm just curious to see how, because, you know, well, Destiny, I, after you beat it, you were still for a while. I know that uh, while, so.
1: Capcom is doing, like, a very new monster now. Like, it's called Devil Devil Jeho, I think.
0: Okay. As part of just an update.
1: Yeah. Um, he's apparently in all the other Monster Hunter quests, or, or games, I mean. Yeah. And um, super interesting that they're already adding a new monster. I think that's kind of cool. Still haven't beaten Kirin yet. Haven't even found Kirin yet, actually. Oh,
0: well, he's a uh, special quest. You know, he's a side quest, optional.
1: Oh, is he? I keep finding his like his tracks around the cruel high grounds. But... Well, then
0: you probably can find him naturally as well. But yeah, if nothing else, and I know that maybe the tracks are what gets you the quest. The, oh, could, oh. Or if nothing else, you know when you do that, the the more you track a monster or attack a monster, I think I know for sure if you attack, you get more of its bow, I've never uh, seen or it. more of its. Um, not bounties, but... Um, investigation, investigation points. Investigation, so maybe that's wait, what it is no, for you. I forgot what they're
1: called. Research points. Well, investigations.
0: Um, you just get new well, investigations yeah. for them. So that might be what's going on there. I but yeah,
1: it's super fun, and I think that as long... What, what's so cool about Monster Hunter, and I was telling you this the last time we played, and I think I mentioned it last week, is that like if I get bored, there's always another weapon and weapon set I can go after and have fun to go after and then have fun using it. And I think that cycle is going to repeat quite a lot. Like, I, I, I'm already kind of eyeing out Gun Lance. I'm already kind of eyeing out uh, Dual Blades. And I haven't even, I got a Charge Blade all the way, Charge Blade, no. Uh, great Sword all the way leveled up to uh, the Leviathan, I think is what it's called. It's it's uh, the Val Hizoc Great Sword. It's really, really good, apparently. And there's better ones out there. But, you know, I had to farm Valhazak for a gem that took me like, Probably ten hours, I would say total oh, over the course of a couple of days. Yeah, just yeah. bad luck at that point. Um, but yeah, I actually beat the game with a great sword. Yeah, I knew nuts. you were.
0: See, last time we played together, you were starting to transition into using great swords. Yeah,
1: right? and I still use my bow set. I killed Legiana, got his Legiana's gem, so I can now upgrade to the final Legiana bow. Now I'm going to do it for the Toby Kidachi bow. We'll have a good time. But what about you, Brett? What have you been playing this uh, week?
0: So I've been sick. Uh, like That's I mentioned true. last weekend, grandfather, uh, grandfather, something weird I'll say it that way. Uh, grandpa was still in the hospital. Um, and then I had come down with the viral tonsillitis, which is awful, and I wouldn't wish it on anybody. It felt like I was constantly swallowing a bag of nails. And it's still like half Scratchy. there in like one throat. So if you if I sound weird or cough a lot or scratch a lot in this, um, it's kind of been back and forth today. So just uh, up in advance there. Um but because of that, I didn't really feel great a lot. So I, what I ended up actually doing was watching it because I kind of wanted to just rest a lot. I found myself just kind of laying in bed watching Full Metal Alchemist again, since I've been saying forever I was going to rewatch the original and then Brotherhood again. Have you watched the movie, <clears throat> the Brotherhood movie, or the which one? Cron- the Conqueror, live action Shamba- movie. Oh no, and I will not. Probably. Oh okay, okay. Jonathan wants me to, but I've seen enough to
1: know that it doesn't look like anything I enjoy. The Death Note live action um, movies were pretty good. For the most part. Not the the no, 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 no. Not no, the no. Netflix one. Not the, the Japanese Netflix ones. one. Yeah, let me reiterate that. Not the Netflix one. That was not a good one. The Japanese ones were really good.
0: Yeah. Anyway, well, what, they um, were back in what I ended up doing more than anything is just trying to relax and play games that I didn't play a lot, but when I finally got back to like, okay, I'm going to play a little bit instead of just sleeping over and over. I finally, <laughs> I got the Platinum for Shadow. And the way I ended up doing it is because all I had left was the um, getting max uh, health and which I actually had max health. I had to get max... Um, Stamina, stamina. So I was like, "Do I really just want to continue replaying, replaying, replaying?" I was like, "Cause that's just super grindy anyway." And the problem is that when you get to the final colossi, you have to watch the entire of the uh, cutscene, entire last cutscene, which takes a long time, and all the credits. You can't skip any of it just to be able to start new games. My so is like, you know like five
1: or six minutes long, isn't it? More than that. Is it? See, yeah, I, I remember it being long back then. I still haven't gotten to that point in the new game or the new remake. Yeah. Game.
0: Anyway, so you know, and I'd beat it. I'd already beat it and saw that final Cut scene like five, six times. So I was like, you know, and two of those times were added because of the fact that I did, I was unaware of how the save system works. So I ended up giving up one of my files to not have to redo the hard time trials. Yeah. Um. So that shaved off two of what probably would have helped get my um stamina and health to max since I kind of switched around. But what I ended up doing was actually just farming the first and second Colossi. I'd start a new game plus, uh, farm the second, uh, first and second Colossi since they're really easy. Uh, and just to keep me from, because I could have just farmed the first one, but I didn't want to get that monotonous. Uh, and then I, as soon as I beat him, ooh, excuse me, uh, as soon as I beat him, I would um, pop out, uh, and go back, start another new game plus, and it would always keep the, you know, because it saves as soon as you beat the Colossi. Right. In this game, so I would just hop out, make another new game plus off of that save, and it would restart. Uh, and I got that, and then it was just a matter of climbing up, getting the forbidden fruit, and then running across the entirety of that freaking bridge. Man, to climbing that up gate. to get that too takes a while. Eh, not that bad, and you like know, some people, to, like
1: I said, five to yeah, six minutes. Yeah, it takes for that. a little bit. But, How many you times did you
0: have to do that?
1: First time. Oh. but I still
0: remember how to do it from the PS3 one, yeah, I'll which say, was like what six years ago. I, I, would, I wouldn't
1: remember how to get up there exactly. Yeah,
0: I, I remember exactly how to get up there, so I, it didn't take me multiple tries. It was, I, it got close though. I got to the edge when I was in that final bit of circle. Yeah, it's just about to and it was out. beeping, and I was like, ah, crap. Yeah. but I got it. Uh, but running across that bridge took so yeah. long, but that's why I did that last. So I got that platinum. I and, but that wasn't something that took a lot of effort. I was trying to just, I wanted to play Monster Hunter, but. Stress is not really good for your body when you're yeah. and, and I wasn't just feeling great. So I was like, I don't want to start playing Monster Hunter and suck it up right. <laughs> and then get mad at the game. Uh, and I'm already tired. I'm trying to let my, my throat heal. And, you know, they say that you're supposed to rest as much as you can, let your body use as much as it's, of its energy towards that. So I kind of just chilled, uh, and because of that, I was like, you know what? I've been saying for months. I finally I need to play the Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Telltale series, so I did, and I actually finished it yesterday. I Got the
1: platinum. Yesterday. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I, yeah, I heard you talking about that on Discord. Yeah, or, yeah. T- or Twitter actually.
0: And it, it's just one of those things where they're and you know it's funny. Uh, Sean, um, not saying rude. I'm I'm getting mixed up right now. On one, Neo yeah uh yeah sean one neo was saying that uh he was like well don't tell me that because i mentioned that batman i had issues with episode four and five but none early on and he was like well don't tell me that i'm about to start episode four right now uh, but he got the platinum without any issues it's just my thing is that every one of the telltale games i've played i played well after release this is actually the closest after release that i've played one and it's still there was not a single update for it and to me i was like you That's have crazy. all this time you have all this budget i know you do these games sell decently well uh outside of tales of the borderlands and a couple of odd, odd ones out but why don't you come back and update them to make sure that the issues that come from you trying to hit that that, that strict release schedule They're just
1: at least running smoother
0: yeah just come back and go okay you know what those weren't just absolute priority because most people were not experiencing them but let's see if we can get them ironed out But I do think, you know, one of the things I'll give them a little credit for is I think since Don't Nod came out with um, Life is Strange and had way more gameplay elements in there, they've gotten to a point where they want to start introducing weird mechanics specific to the franchise. Because there's a couple of things in Guardians of the Galaxy where they really take advantage of uh, Star-Lord, Peter Quill, whatever we call him, his boots, uh, his rocket boots. Uh, Like, even when you're just investigating an area and looking for stuff, like there's a couple of areas where you can, like, actually go up the levels and kind of fly around. And I was like, this is nice. Uh, their walking animations are just so janky, though. And some of their facial animations, it's just one of those things that you see it, and it's such a similar type of game, real narrative-heavy with a lot of decisions to be made that affect the story. So in the grand scheme, it's really similar to something like Beyond or uh, Heavy Rain. Yeah. Other games that have obviously done this. Uh, and they do it so much better, so much smoother, less buggy m- most of the time. And... um, it's just it's weird to play this and it's like there's always something that's so jarring and I under, I they have their own style and I actually grew to like that style uh, even it was a well done story I actually really enjoyed the game um or you know this this story really is what you're doing. I mean, I, I liked it. You get a platinum Was it, from a, it was it a good was
1: it a good game? It was, like, good. was it good. I was story? actually surprised.
0: Uh, it was really good, and I had the feeling that I, I was going to have some disconnect from the fact that they are just different from the movies ones. And I don't have a huge history with Guardians of the Galaxy's comic books yeah, I mean, before neither. the movies, so the movies is what kind of shapes what they are for me. Um, and surprisingly, it, it did really well, and I liked it. And they were similar enough to what you feel like you got from the character in the movie, but they took their own liberties. Um, it's just I really would love to see a Telltale game get a brand new engine. Finally, come in with all this with all the partnerships they're doing. Just lay down the money to get a good engine, and even do something that looks as technically good and runs as sound as something like Heavy Rain on PS3. Because and now still keeping their art style to an extent, but I just feel like that's one of those things. Their animations are awkward and stiff, uh, and, and some of that was going on. So I mean I'll say beyond's probably a better example beyond two souls yeah of what i would like to see i would just like to see a more polished version and a slightly higher product value uh, production value uh telltale game and i think that would be awesome they they obviously have the people writing stories for them that i mean it's good that they do this and i don't mind that they're episodic but it's just the fact that they're just this quality. I mean, I'm sure it's easier to work with. It's easier to iterate when you don't have to worry about that much detail. You kind of just keep pushing forward. It makes the art side quicker. I would, I'm sure This is not speaking from any, you know, any experience. I'm obviously not a game developer. I don't know what it's like on that side, but you assume that they keep using this engine for a reason. If nothing yeah. else, for familiarity's sake,
1: that's, that's, I would assume that's what it is, but, you but know, it could never be. Too it's sure.
0: one of those things where I just, I really wish that we could, we'd see them just step up. And I think telltale could go that much further. Uh, and, you know, they laid a lot of people off recently and all this stuff. You just, if you're going to restructure and reorganize your company, why not do just it in a way that's right. going to be a little more risk, but a lot more chance of reward. I feel like personally. Yeah. Um, I agree. But that's okay. So I did that. That's about all. Uh, I did finally last night. I felt good enough. That I was like, I'm going to try. I still didn't play for too long, but I tried uh, Accounting Plus out finally, uh, and I knew from the get-go I was going to like it, even when I see on stuff. But, of course, I start playing it, and it's got the most ridiculous sense of humor. Oh, no. The, I whole, the whole game is like super tongue-in-cheek. They're aware of all the jokes they're doing. The game makes fun of the fact that it's on PlayStation by making a joke about PlayStation in the beginning part. As you're going through making a new game and it's tutorial, it's so dumb, but it's funny. Um, there's a hidden trophy that you get. I didn't even realize it was a hidden trophy until I was over there screwing around and I saw a basketball and I go to throw the basketball. It's hard to make it because it's VR, it's hard to sense death, but I got right. really close and I kept trying. I was like, damn it. I was like, I just going to make the goal. And then the guy's like, don't worry, I'll just give you the trophy. <laughs> Like, what no one will know they'll just think that you made the goal that's really it, it's cool. really stupid but it's funny
1: that's i like that though it shows that you made attempts and then they're like even
0: even it. then the game literally gives you a trophy as soon as you start playing because it's like uh as soon as you turn around it's like you know what you you did a good job here's a trophy a trophy descends and it's like a physical trophy it's like you did the thing the game just was designed to have you do yeah, <laughs> and,
1: so, and then an actual trophy pop for that yeah oh my god and
0: i just think to me it's it's really dumb but if the, the line sits on if you have a vr i think you should get it uh but that comes with a stipulation of assuming that you understand justin roiland's humor that's rick and morty uh if you understand his humor and you like his humor going into it you'll know apparently it's a really easy platinum i started looking at it today since i played it last night it's really easy huh um so i was like well that's cool because that's kind of what made job simulator fun too you ha- you have a reason to kind of keep going through but the game's also funny so that's what i was doing though um I played probably, I got through to the third scenario in that, which is also ridiculous. I'm not going to go into each one because I think some of the surprise is funny. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's so obviously Justin Roiland, and you feel like it makes me really excited uh, for Rick and Morty VR, which is also coming. But like, this, these are my, some of my favorite VR experiences. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm really excited for Moss, and Moss looks really cool, and I like the idea and the prospect of a third person. VR game where it's like you're more inhabiting a world that you're just like almost omniscient with. Like, and definitely you're you're obviously helping uh, Quill, the protagonist, yeah. and uh, Moss. But I like the idea of that. But I do also like the extremely PlayStation Move-oriented games. Like you can play um, – accounting with a dual shock but so much better with with uh oh yeah move I, controllers in my opinion and that's it's the just, way to go in most of these games it's goofy and stupid but it's fun and, and it's part of the the experience you have when you're doing it is just remembering how goofy the game is these short but funny experiences that you can hop into for 20 minutes and almost anybody can play is just cool yeah like uh i showed up that was what we, like job simulator was the game i showed people when it came to me wanting to be like, hey, look, v- this is what VR is like. This is what makes VR great. Yeah. This is what makes it perfect where literally off. anybody can play this, and it's fun. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff to be excited for with VR, and a lot of it has to do with that comedy genre that I think is really found a footing in VR because there's just something about, uh, I guess, is it interactive comedy? I guess would be the yeah, one, best way to I, call I could it. yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's funny, so really good, but... Uh, anyway, so I'll go ahead and hop into the drop for next week. There's actually quite a few. There's a VR game on there. It's actually really cool looking.
1: Is it Audio Beats for PSVR? <laughs> no, no. I was actually oh, okay. talking
0: about. I think it's uh, what is that? Zero not, not zero hour. Uh, Bravo Team is one, but is the other? One, say, the bro- other one's not out yet. I'm sorry. Bravo Team is one this month.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Go well, ahead. we do have Audio Beats for PSVR. We have Bravo Team for PSVR. That's available physically and digitally. We have DJ Max Respect for PS4. It actually, sounds and looks kind of cool. Fear Effect Sedna for PS4. Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition for PS4. Only available in stores. Now, that has the coolest cover art I've ever seen for a Final Fantasy game. I am kind of sad that it's not a good game. Uh, Frantics for PS4. Life is Strange Before the Storm for PS4. Available retail now. So if you always wanted to have a physical copy, now is your time to shine. That, oh, the physical copy did release. Yeah, it's releasing. Well, yeah, this. Yeah,
0: week. I'm gonna go get it because I did like the Life is Strange. So, and I, that's my thing. I always wait for these to just come out. See, what I've learned, just quick, go, going back to Guardians of the Galaxy, is I bought Guardians of the Galaxy at launch, uh, just because I wanted to. I, I bought the other ones all used. I was like, I'm gonna buy this one at launch and support it. But it took forever to get it. Anyway, because I had to keep waiting for the episodes to come Excuse out. Me. And then what makes me even more mad is that you have to download every other episode as you go along because they released yeah. the physical version alongside the first episodes released digitally. Yep. And then you just have to download them all. Whereas life is strange when you get the disc and you put it in. It's everything. It's just there and you play right. it and I enjoy that a lot more that, because you eat through some bandwidth collection. too, man. When you like, I didn't realize doing that. I don't hear about bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean bandwidth, uh, data map. Well, that's data what data I mean. I mean yeah, yeah.
1: Data caps. We have Midnight Deluxe for PS4 and PS Vita. We have North for PS4 and PS Vita. We have, and I'm gonna say this wrong. One eyed Kuthk. Kuthk. For P- Kuthk. For PS4 and PS Vita. Okay. We have Rain Guy, Rangy, 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 I don't know. <laughs> for PS Vita. Uh we have Root Double Before Crime After Days Extended Edition for PS Vita. We have Scribble Dots Showdown for PS4. Hey No Joke. Digitally and retail.
0: That game looks awesome. No, Scrub knots uh, was awesome. super
1: fun on the DS. Yeah, they've always been super fun. Uh, Just
0: from an idea standpoint, that's a great idea.
1: It's very, very original, and uh, they're really funny games too because the things you can make are pretty funny. We have a TT Isle of Man right on the edge for PS4, available digitally and in your store near you. We have Way of the Passive Fist for PS4, and that's the last title on the. Way list. of the
0: Passive Fist is that the is that the passive fighting game that we and Blaze pitched to like twenty episodes
1: ago? That very well could have been. You remember
0: that would, dude? I I wouldn't even be mad if I found out that someone, which would never happen, but somebody who was actually could make a game, listened to us and was like, you know what? I like that idea. I'm going to make it. I would love that.
1: Uh, the description is not any way what the game sounds like, which is crazy.
0: Darn. <laughs> what a great name that would have been, too, if we would have yeah, actually made actually, that, that game a, way that of a the
1: a passive smart, fist. A smart name.
0: Because passive
1: fist. <laughs> I know. I got it. I think everybody else did. <laughs> uh Anyway. <laughs>
0: all right, i'll we'll hop over to news real quick and man it was kind of a crappy we- news week in terms of stuff that i found to be interesting like there is a new overwatch character but i don't care about overwatch uh brigitte i think or bridget something like that and it was bridget. an official announcement so that's cool good for them uh some other stuff i think like uh i mean, I care about the division but talking about the global events is kind of just man. normally they're going on and they're very short announcements so by the time that this ends up coming out it's not worth putting on the news because it's already happened right um <clears throat> but what we do have is that Sony and Quantic Dream have finally given a release date for Detroit Become Human and it's a spring release as they promised which is good because you know we kept talking about like how are they going to squeeze it in the spring
1: why is it coming out the same day as Dark Souls Remastered
0: see the game will release on May 25th so yes same that day as Dark Souls that sucks
1: Eagles. dude I really don't know if Dark if that's going to pull me away from Dark Souls
0: I don't know but I think it's more interesting that Sony is that I don't, don't wrong I don't think it's a wrong move by any standard because no really. No, no. Going, it's just a bad move for me well, no <laughs> no no I'm talking about the fact that it's a it's Just a little over a month removed from God of War, like I'm not surprised by any standard because I mean I I guess I'm a little surprised. I don't think that they're going to hurt each other because they're very different game types.
1: Well, not only that, but anybody who wants to wants to play both. I don't know how that fell, but the crazy thing is I've been looking at it for like was that my PS Move sharpshooter? Yeah. I've been Man. looking at that thing and it just all of a, su- all of a sudden decided to fall. But The Force? The f- I guess so. Either that or I have some weird premonitions going on. But God of War, anybody who's going to want to play that game is going to be done with it before this comes out. So. Well,
0: I mean, we assume. But, you know, they did say the game's pretty long. So, I mean, I people mean, who have limited play time, they may not. 30 um,
1: hours about a month later, yeah. You got some really limited play time. You can't They said, thir-
0: you know, something between, what, 30, 35 30. and 50 hours, I thought. As
1: total, total game, you know? Well, uh, okay, I do remember that now, but I do think that's including everything, sides and everything. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: Either I'm, way, I mean, yeah, you could be right. I would assume so. It's, it's, now, when you think of traditional God of War games, you know, you're talking about like a 12-hour campaign at most, 12 to 15, well, yeah. I guess, at most. But So, I mean, yeah, you really think you'd be done with it by then. You can normally do it in a couple of playthroughs, like a couple of days of just playing through for a couple of hours. I
1: just don't know how this is going to work. Because I'm going to pick up both on day of, that's for sure. Well, here's uh, the thing.
0: You haven't you haven't played Detroit ever before. You've played Dark Souls before. I
1: know, but it's Dark Souls. That's That has probably grown to be my favorite gaming series of all time now.
0: Well, I mean, I get it. I'm just saying I don't think it'll be that big of a deal for you, Saul. But, hey, you know what? May you have strength to make the decision you need to make
1: day of. Right? I know I'm going to hide that ugly, ugly, ugly cover they have. Oh, for Dark Souls? Dude, doesn't it Oh, like, you're for Detroit. For Detroit. Detroit. Dark yeah, Souls looks that, ballin'.
0: Dark Souls looks okay. I mean, it looks like every Dark Souls game that I've seen, which is a good enough cover. But no, I've seen the Detroit one. It's bad. Uh, it's borderline too human from, like, 2009.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, it. It's like the same facial, like, uh I've never, been,
0: I've never been too much of a fan of a cover that literally just has someone's face. My thing is that the face is too superimposed. In. Yeah, yeah, it's like, If it was pulled off a little bit, maybe, but I just think that there's probably cooler things they could have done, but what are you really going to show? The game's about androids. They could
1: have literally just showed the cityscape, and it would have been better than that, but how do you sell that idea?
0: Like, from a design-wise, how does that sell to someone who's never even... I, I don't know how you sell the design thing as now. It's bald guy with the chip in his head. I mean, I, I agree, but... Or maybe even just, At like least like, oh, that an shadow. Android, and they pick it up and read it. If it's just a Detroit, like, so what, I'm just playing around in the city of Detroit? Picture this. There's guns be, in Detroit. It's
1: going to be a shadowy figure staring out over the new Detroit superplex, and then the only thing illuminating the shadowy figure is the blue chip in their temple. Actually, that, that'd be balling. all right. I'd be cool with that. But did
0: no, you, did you see the uh, alter the alternate cover, which was uh, B Rabbit, aka Marshall Mathers, aka Eminem on the train ride? <laughs> Someone actually got the Detroit thing, and they oh they, my god,
1: I just not got it. I was like, what? Like, what is this? Is there a character <laughs> in the game that looks like Eminem? But yeah, I just now, I just want to show you because I just not thought of this. Uh, speaking of which, though, Eight Mile is uh, probably my top twenty movies of all time. You know, I didn't realize Eight Mile was like
0: two hours long. For some that's reason, that's also from know. like
1: 2003 or four. Which oh, yeah, I look. keep thinking it's like from 2000. <laughs> that's a better cover than the uh, than the um, actual um, cover they have now.
0: Anyway, uh, so that's that. Uh, next up, uh, that's interesting, and it, it's just to me, it's weird how many times I see this, like i don't see how many. It's not like it happens a lot, it, definitely in the grand scheme of how many games are released. But it is interesting that it's happened to games that are a little more niche each time. Uh, but Yakuza Six demo slash trial is really what it was because you could da- you you downloaded the whole game and then if you paid to unlock it, you could just go from there without having to re-download. But uh, Yakuza Six was pulled. The demo uh, was pulled in the North America territories after some players realized they were able to continue playing the past the point. Of where the trial was supposed to end, essentially granting those who downloaded uh, the demo a free copy of the game. Uh, players who players who were able to download it before the, it was pulled, though, uh, had their download revoked. That way, nobody ended up with a free copy of the game, which is interesting because I don't remember ever seeing that about Nac2 when they screwed up and made Nac2 free.
1: Similar to um, it the, may have the I just PT thing I was telling you last week is that as of like yesterday or the day before. People were still able to bypass what Sony did somehow with the USB stick and still play it after they revoked the download. So I don't know how that worked. I don't know if that's outdated information now, I but it was crazy to see that that the title of the topic was on Reddit was how to still play a Six demo after it's been pulled. And then so and people it, it's involving something that starts with the S to acronym and then a USB stick, which yeah. I see, I, don't, I don't know I, man I don't know I have to look into it if people really care but. Just thought that was super interesting that people were bypassing it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, if nothing else, I thought it was extremely interesting that you somebody would have gotten around being able to play P.T., but, I mean, that's yeah, cool.
1: I, I still need to do that, too. It, I, I do, too, just if
0: nothing else, just to see if if I can do it. Uh, next up, though, PS4 had its best year in Japan yet. Uh, that was last year. The console sold through more than 2 million units, just a little bit more than 2 million, to bring its lifetime total in the region to almost 6.5 million, just shy of that. Um That's interesting because that means that even though the console's been out, it's in its fifth year now, almost a third of its uh, sales are in the last year, Year. which I almost wonder if that's in preparation for Monster Hunter, but I don't know why it would be, unless this is based off of like a different fiscal year or something like that. I didn't really look that much into it, but um, I'm pretty sure it's just straight year, but uh, it could be fiscal year. I could actually see that. Well, yeah,
1: in fiscal years, depending on the company, because they're not all the same, of course, they have weird month ends. Well,
0: Japan has a different fiscal year than us, so
1: I'm sure they do. They're uh, probably, their fiscal year may end in like January, March, I think.
0: Because remember, the, the end of the fiscal year was when they were going to switch out that's uh, right, uh, Kasurai with the new president completely. So
1: anyway, was it, Yoshiro, I think is his name. I can't remember actually. Might be th- I might be thinking about the other new execs they hired. Yeah, I don't know. There's like three of them. What? Isn't there like John Kadashi or something like that? uh I mean, not with the name John. I know there's like Yoshida. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the, right the, the one
0: guy wasn't. The new one wasn't Yoshida. We were joking about him being Shoe Hayes. Shoe Hayes clone. His clone. Okay, I got you. All right, next thing up, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn has been announced to have sold through 7.6 million copies in its first year. It's amazing. Which is good. I mean, obviously, that's a really, really strong performance from a new IP. Not surprising by any standard. I know some people, don't me wrong, we've been hard on the game plenty of times. I still love the game. I'm not crapping on it by any real standard, Um, but honestly... Everything I have to complain about the game is not even a real complaint because it's a first time. It's it's the first time the games come around. This is a this is a lot of first. I I, guess some people could say, well, then you're you're being you know, I would say it's subjective, anyways. Yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously it's subjective, but I mean, (laughs) a lot of things are. This is a new IP. New IPs, the first titles are normally the most rocky, and then you got to kind of build from there, which is part of why I always stand by wanting to see. I recently said it, wanting to see a sequel to the order.
1: No, we never got, got T-Sport because, at the end of it and never got it.
0: Well, And, and maybe, but who the hell knows, maybe one day. I, I still hope, I hold hope that Sony will one day just be like, time to see what can happen with this franchise again. Ready
1: at dawn, where you at? Ready at dawn, where you at? Not at dawn, that's for sure. You aren't ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it's all cringeworthy.
0: Uh, but, yeah, that's one of those things with, like, NAC 2.
1: Cringe comp, 2018.
0: Knack two is a perfect example of NAC one being a game that was a franchise that came out and it was kind of divisive. People liked it, but it was also a launch game. So some people gave it a little more uh, slack because of that. Some people railed on it harder because of that. Like, well, if it's a launch game, it needs to be even better. Um, but Knack was a good enough game. I enjoyed Knack. I never once thought Knack was bad. But as soon as I played Knack 2, I was like, this is everything. This shows you that how a sequel to a series can be better in every
1: conceivable way. Yeah, that's how sequels, I, 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 that's how I prefer sequels to happen. If, if, unless the game is already flawless in my mind. Which it, is rare. It needs, you to, know. It, needs, yeah, it needs to improve upon things that, were, that need to be improved. I mean, upon. Like,
0: can you think, just as a, a slight aside, can you think of a first game in, in any IP that you thought was flawless? Right off the top of your head. I'm sure with a little bit of thinking, you might be able to, but...
1: I'll have to get back to that. I mean, we have to... I don't know. If well, there's... that's what I am saying.
0: Off the top of your head, there's not one that shines. So, obviously, more often than not, you kind of have to build... Uh, I mean, there's plenty of examples of that, but I think this is one of the best. Like, realistically, the Uncharted series came to its own and in in its sequel, and has continued to, you know, in some ways, for most people, get better and better.
1: But, you know... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I can't... I really can't think. Fall Fantasy Ten.
0: Man, those are sequels in a in a individual. Way.
1: I see you trying to break some. Uh, yeah, I'll steal like Final Fantasy Thirteen. You trying I to think, break some rules? I, I say, think no, that's a highly I agree are. upon point. Uh,
0: and the last thing, which is going to lead us somewhat into our topic, is uh, the PS Plus games were released or not released, but announced for March. They will be released the day after this episode airs um I and will. let's see so that's going to be bloodborne and ratchet and clank are headlining the ps4 games so that's going to be those two uh the ps3 games are going to be legend of k uh which i'm pretty sure is that ps2 cat game for some reason
1: never heard of it uh
0: but i can't say with absolute certainty that that's what it is and mighty number no. nine being it the is. other one which is also crossed by with ps4 if you wanted to play on there the two vita games are claire extended cut which is <coughs> <coughs> there it went i knew it happened It's like a horror game for Vita that has interested me a couple of times, but I never ended up getting it. I had no idea my number nine was on PS3. Oh, yeah. It was was a cross-gen game. supposed to be on Vita, was it? I can't remember. It wasn't. Uh, Bombing Busters. I I could be wrong about it supposed to be on there, but anyway. I'm sure it's supposed to be, but it wasn't. Claire, Extended Cut, and Bombing Busters are the Vita ones to round out the list. Now, on top of that...
1: We named it, guys. We were talking about it for a while on what we were going to name it. So... There's a oh you're going a different route than I was, but I got you. I, you go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say there's a new pinned tweet on our Twitter. That's where you typically find tweets on Twitter. <laughs> our Twitter is <laughs> triangle s q r d. Now we always have it linked in the description, but we have started the Discord Games Club. So what this is, for those that are just now tuning in, or those oh, that I'm need a put, We need to start
0: putting the Discord link into our description.
1: I set it to never expire, too, so you could just copy the one from the Twitter. Good. Uh, so, basically, we were going to pick one game, and we ended up, instead of picking it, we ended up letting it be a poll on Twitter. One game out of the PS Plus lineup for the month, and we're all going to have a games club revolving around that game in a separate channel on our Discord. It's called PS Plus Pals. Now, We're going to have some super good fun. This time around, Bloodborne was voted. By by a a landslide. Yes. (laughs) Now, I will say this. If you are a listener of us and you see this poll, if you're going to vote, at least join the Discord to hang out. If not, I'm going to kindly ask you not to vote. (laughs) I agree. Because it's not fair to people in the Discord who want to play, say, Ratchet and Clank. But then, you know, we got like... 48 votes in the first 24 hours and then there's like 5 people in our Discord channel yeah. for that. So
0: hopefully they will join once this comes on and that's what we're hoping for but yeah definitely we don't want the people who are actually participating with us in this to be playing a game that they didn't end up doing it. Now we were looking into other poll options and how we can do this but best thing we can just do is ask to uh, if you don't think you'll be able to participate in it or if it doesn't interest you then just uh, refrain and, from voting and, and we'll kind of leave it at that.
1: Don't let it be intimidating either. There In our Discord there's anime titties and memes. There's not a lot of stuff going on. There's not really anime titties but there's a lot of there's a lot of just fun to be had. There's, it's not hostile by any means. Yeah. And, and then we, we will obviously quickly ban those who are. Uh, yeah, and we,
0: we keep those we keep a separate channel for just general chat so we yeah. can screw around, which is what we normally do. And of course we open this one up for everybody who wants to be part of that. So we do hope that you'll join and play with us. Uh Bloodborne's an extremely good game. So if you've never played it, you're in for a treat. And if you've played it before, just like me and Saul. It's gonna be how quickly can we rebeat it? Yeah, that's, a, that's and what I'm, I'm doing. gonna start I'm gonna actually try for the, platinum, the platinum this month. See, um,
1: I, see I already have the platinum, so what I'm gonna try to do do is a poor man speed run i keep calling it so that. why
0: do you call it that what is because you, what is a poor man okay run?
1: so i'm not going to do any of it's basically going to be a glitchless any percent speed run so i'm going to glitchless
0: now what do you mean glitchless there's
1: glitches in the game that can allow you to skip through half the game in like less than five minutes so okay uh, there's a fence job oh, so you you're going to
0: do a speed run but by the confines of the game
1: right i'm going to do a speed i'm going to do and i keep calling it a poor man speed run because i'm not exactly going to just sit down one day and just try it as hard as I can. It's going to be over the course. I already know that game like the back of my hand. So I'm probably going to say it's going to take me eight or nine hours. That's why I say a poor man speed run. Because a speed run for that game, uh, any percent glitchless could be as done as like three hours, yeah. four hours. You know, I've seen Dark Souls 3 was beaten uh in like an hour 45, but that was using glitches. Um, But so that's what I'm going to do. If you guys have the platinum or if you really like the game and you've never played it that way, I will suggest you do it. I am currently doing that on Dark Souls Three on Steam. In a weird way, I you know, in the first two hours of the game, I'm already at the fourth boss. So, brought to you by Powerade. No, not a sponsor. Coca Cola, do not you do do no give <laughs> us that money. Coca Cola. Uh, we would
0: definitely allow you to be a sponsor, Powerade. Yeah, I
1: mean, I'll drink that delicious electrolyte fuel that helps me with gaming. If you pay us monies, but yeah, I mean, Discord's fun and casual. We're not like you know, it's it, it pops off a lot with european time zones and other and other time zones but it still you know today at like 1 or 2 o'clock i was in there di- just chatting with people and it's it's active and that's the thing is that if you post a question or you want to talk it's not going to be ignored somebody almost always responds to what you're talking about yeah now, it's
0: pretty cool to see too um, I'm so glad to see that it moves on without us. Because, of course, it, when we first yeah. made this, I mean, it I was think anybody when you're starting off small, it's like, well, you, we want to make sure that you respond as often as you can, but it's like sometimes I can't. I'm just well, doing and, stuff. And
1: so. and so, like a lot of our, uh, our our friends in there and stuff that I call them friends because that's what they really are, like Ruled End and Shoko and stuff. It doesn't have we don't have to be involved at all. And they're carrying on a conversation. I come back and there's 50 messages of just a conversation to be had. Um, so that was really it. It's called PS Plus Pals thought It's a very clever name, and Brett, I think you were designing a logo for it. I will do so. Okay, uh, some, I actually did a really kind of cool one Just make sure funny. you don't hurt
0: your shoulder patting yourself
1: on the back so hard. There, yeah, I made that name up. Hey, I made <laughs> up the name of this podcast, too. I'm you good did at that. make up the name of this podcast. Don't hey, I have to cipher through about 500 bad ones before I get the golden one.
0: <laughs> I just make the logos,
1: man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but so we invite everybody to come join. You know, this month is Bloodborne. Come in, talk about the lore, the boss battles you're stuck on. We could play co-op. I wanted people. to be a little
0: more than that because, yeah, every game's going to be a little different. So one of the yeah. things is, like, games where there's co-op, I want people to hop in and help people with co-op. And we, I, I promise we won't talk too much more about this because if you don't care about Discord, this is a waste of your time. Yeah, but, sorry about that. Um, you know, we want people to come in. Like, that's why we say, come in and just try it out for different reasons. Yeah. Maybe you need trophies on it. And if so, I'm sure there will be multiple that. people who are going to be doing trophy runs on this. Maybe they've already played it. What... I want like maybe what we're gonna kind of use this for is I haven't played Bloodborne and beat Bloodborne and since uh, almost before Kyrie was watch, right? born, so almost yeah. three years, um, probably around three years. So with that being said, this is gonna be kind of like a like a look back and uh, almost like a hey, I'm gonna play this and kind of look back at what I thought of it versus what I think of it now. Yeah, um, kind of coming back around, and then I also want to, you know I'm gonna use it to help kind of get trophy boosted in the areas where I may need trophy boost. Uh, and that's what I kind of want y'all to do. We're going to talk about it, what we do like about it, what we don't like about it. Um, I will ask if you're going to say anything spoiler related, try and tag it spoiler before you post it. Just because I I don't want to make a separate channel for spoilers. It starts to get too clogged up there. But if we can all determine that that we're okay with spoilers at certain times as we're playing through, that's fine. Bloodborne's not really a game that you can spoil. Thankfully.
1: Yeah. There's, I mean, you could spoil boss battles and designs and stuff. Yeah, but
0: it doesn't take away from the experience really. And that's what those games are for. So yeah, just come in for your own reasons, whether it's just talk about the games that you love, maybe you enjoyed it. Um, The other thing for me is that for it to get me to play, Games that I might otherwise not try, which happens sometimes on the PS Plus games, I'll just download them to have them. I'll never get around to them. Uh, I like the idea of that. Uh, it's good for people who want to do trophies. We can help boost off of each other and just kind of interact with everybody. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely. Uh, Could you imagine I'm if excited Rocket to League, see who all's going to get
1: into it? Can you imagine if Rocket League was a thing when we did this? Oh god! Or if we were a thing when this did when this happened with Rocket League, that'd be so sure, fun. That'd be know? cool. Because those games like that that are multiplayer. Hey, you know we can make a lobby and just all hang out and play together it's it's just going to be a fun filled experience so okay, well, you guys be sure to check that out brett will uh link them in the description if not i can take care of that no, we'll figure it i out. edit in timestamps yeah. anyways now uh so if you guys want those be sure to check there for those all right well, moving
0: on from the discord chat thanks for bearing with us for that uh we are going to get on into the other news that came as part of the ps plus announcement for this month uh, which is that starting on uh, next year on March 8th, 2019, the PS plus monthly games lineup will focus on PS4 titles and no longer include PlayStation three and PlayStation Vita titles. Uh, this won't affect any games you've downloaded. I don't know why anybody would think it would, but I'm glad they clarified, uh, or will download prior to March 8th, 2019. So in- anything you have is still going to be there. Anything you've ever gotten will be there. No, No harm, no foul. It'd be great. Uh those games will still be part of your PS Plus games library as long as you remain a member. What I am curious about is if it's going to still stay around where if you drop your membership and then come back, if they'll still be accessible. I'm sure they will be. I don't see why they would stand. You there. know what I'm
1: really curious about? What? Reader mail before the main topic.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, I'm still going to finish this off. And then yeah, we'll, go ahead. Finish, finish it off. I'll be sure to. It's been a t- weird episode. It already. has been a weird episode. Um, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll make sure the timestamps are relevant in the description. For All right, cool.
0: Uh, anyway, so. And this is finishing off news anyway. So, yeah, yeah. PS3, PS4 will not, uh, PS3 and PS Vita titles will not be added any longer to the lineup after March 8th, 2019, uh, with the assumption that either we're going to get more PS4 games, which I think is unlikely, uh, or we're going to get more quality PS4 uh, games, which I would be okay with. I letting would be the too. budget be cl- more on Bloodborne. trying to ensure games that are worth it. Which, a I mean, Bloodborne, one. to me, I've always said, why don't they use first party games quicker? I get it because it's still a business, but.
1: And now that Bloodborne Bolster is your like service with your own stuff, you know price. what I mean? Yeah, it's it's twenty bucks full price, so they're not losing out on a whole lot there. Yep.
0: All right, Saul, so go ahead, good sir. Hit you, hit us up with some of those reader mail questions.
1: Yeah, i remember, guys. If you ever want your question answered on the show, go to that Twitter we talked about earlier, and every Friday night, typically, um, or unless we're recording on a weird day, just check it out. Will you should have a tweet up. And it'll be for reader mail stuff. And I try to make that tweet every Friday, midday yep. uh, and if on Saturdays, typically sometimes Sundays. Um, but what now,
0: if you're not on Twitter, you can always email us questions. If you have them triangle squared podcast at gmail.com spelled out exactly like it sounds. Uh, but go ahead. So uh,
1: yeah, I'll say, and uh, if we don't answer your question on the air, just because time restraints, you know, we try to pick three now. And, um, Don't worry, though. Go ahead and submit them anyway. Submit dumb ones, you know, whatever it's about, because episode 50, me and Brett were talking about it, maybe an only Reader Mail episode, but we're going to talk about that a little bit more just to kind of make sure. Um, So we always will answer these questions, whether it is in a dedicated episode or it is during the air, Uh, especially on a slow week like this one where we didn't get that many. So we're going to revert back to last week. And Mr. Jerome Falle, I really hope I say that right. It's either Faley, Falle, or Fail. And I'm sorry, Mr. Jerome if I got that wrong, hey, message man. us on Twitter. Name, and names let us are hard. Know. Names yeah. are weird. But hey. he, oh, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Okay. He said oh, one game until completion, or switched between a number of games. I'm all over the board, man. I never can play one game unless it's like <clears> Persona Five, and even then, I need a break game. I need whether it's something mind numbing like Rocket League, or you know the Gungeon, or Grand Theft Auto. I need something to split apart those really long sessions to kind of get my mind off of it. Um, But, yeah, I am all over the place. I am normally more the former.
0: I would say that most of the time when I am playing a game, <clears throat> and I think you would back this up, most of the time when I'm playing a game, you're probably going to see me playing only that game. Yeah, um, for the most part. It just kind of happens. Now, when you're playing some games that are really long or really grindy in certain areas like Destiny or even Monster Hunter World, which I really enjoyed, and have, man, I have straight just played that game a lot, but I'm okay with kind of intersecting games in to bigger, long experiences like that because a game like Monster Hunter is a game that you're the way that they're set up is really for you to continue playing. Yeah. So if it's a setup like that, kind of like I guess what most people would say, games as a, game is a like service, Destiny, almost yeah. stuff like that, like a Destiny or like you know a connected, and... kind of longer, drawn out. Um, what do they call them? Lifestyle games. Yeah, games of uh, service too. That uh, works.
1: That works perfectly fine.
0: But you know. On those, I, I will, but one of the things that Ryan sees a lot is that, you know, I'll play a game or something that's online, but I won't just dedicate myself to that because online games don't have the same pool. Typically, I'll play something like, uh, okay, Guardians of the Galaxy. I did not play anything else till I was done with that. Yeah. Knack 2, didn't play anything else till I was done with that right. 2. So it's just one of those things. I find myself more glued, and I like my attention to be more focused on one thing than splattered out, but I will yeah. do it if – it depends on what the games are. It, just, it really
1: does, yeah. Like, Witcher 3 is one of those games that – I'm going to try to dedicate it I played Witcher
0: 3 front to back with nothing else yeah, in between. I can't,
1: I can't do that. That game's too dense for that for me. But, like, Persona 5 is what when I actually get deep, deep, deep into Persona 5 because I love that game. I love everything about that game. But it's just there's too many games coming out, and I can't dedicate the 150-plus hours to that game to beat it. Yeah,
0: I don't think I could do that with that game either. I'd have to play other stuff in between it. Yeah,
1: eat. it's ridiculous. Um Mr. Josh Ayers asked, What are some franchises you want to see remade or reboots of? I would love to see a reboot or remake a Dead Space or the Resident Evil 2 remake. So Dead Space is a good one. Um, yeah. I actually downloaded Dead Space on my PC to play it not so long ago when it was free on Origin because I have been wanting to play it for a long time. And I forget there's little things that you get with those rose tinted glasses you forget about, like the tanky controls. Yeah, That's yeah, no, don't get me wrong. They're, they're slightly awkward. But yeah, Resident Evil 4 style there. <clears throat> I would say that, faster. yeah,
0: I would definitely agree with Dead Space. You know, I say a lot of times I would like to see a next-gen Dead Space. I'd pay I 60 bucks. for a collection. I don't care if it's Dead Space 4 or if it's a reboot. Either way, I'd be okay with it. I think that a reboot at this point of where the story is and how long it's been would make a little more sense. Yeah, Definitely because of how three wraps everything up for the most I part. I haven't beat it yet, so I don't know. I know you don't know. That's why I'm not saying too much. Yeah. But three wraps it up in a way that feels right. So I would say that at this point, either a reboot or the idea of like someone else in this world, like someone else's experience in a xenomorphs. It can be in this, a shared universe thing. Xenomorphs. Not xenomorphs. I'm sorry. I'll say that's alien. Yeah. Uh, what are they, what are they actually
1: called? Uh, it's is something. I want to say.
0: And now that you said that, I I mean you're you're absolutely right. They're not called xenomorphs. But anybody who's experiencing the little weird zombie like uh, things that come from the oh man the
1: marker. Yeah, I was gonna say um, I, I keep wanna call it the citadel for some unknown reason. I'm all back oh man, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, but you know, it's one of is those it called things.
0: the citadel. I don't think so.
1: Okay, I was on, yeah. I, Um, but Necromorphs Necromorphs yeah I knew Morse was in there yeah me too Zeno keeps throwing me off anyway I think that would be cool
0: like another uh, another game in that a perfect example for those who have played it is like uh, the resistance game on Vita it doesn't take place in any it's just you're not playing as Nathan Hale who is the traditional um protagonist for the series until three. And then of course the PSP one had a different protagonist as well. You're James Grayson, uh, but you're playing. So that's actually the resistance franchise as a whole. You're playing as different characters in the same world. Now three, when you're playing as Joseph Capelli, it makes sense because it's a continuation off of what happens from two. Uh, but the other two games are just like nothing to do with the other ones, but they exist in that same world. I like that idea. Sometimes I would be okay with that. Uh kind of like how I like the idea of infamous. Doesn't have to continue going on being uh, Cole, and it didn't. Yeah. And it, it, it was able to be, hey, here's Delson.
1: Right. And it worked out well for, from what yeah, I hear. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I mean, About half and half from what I hear From yeah. most people. It's, it, it, it's a
0: phenomenal gameplay thing and, and a extremely beautiful and well made game. It's
1: just uh, iffy, I- infamous game. The,
0: the story wise, it, it didn't live up quite for me, but it's okay.
1: See, for me, I'm just going <coughs> to go with that easy answer and uh, get on the hype train with Dark Demon Souls Remastered. I need it. Uh, <coughs> people have actually found a way to host private servers and play online still. Hey. So yeah, it's still there. To uh, I saw a picture. It was like fifteen online. I'm like well, that's, that's nice. I still that's that's probably cool. the only people playing anyway. <laughs> I
0: have long said that of all of the games, I'm I'm, I'm honestly disappointed that Dark Souls got the remaster treatment before Demon's Souls because if any of the games really needed it, okay,
1: that's not fair. D-
0: D- D- Dark Souls
1: needed it only because really of Blighttown. Yeah, Blighttown's awful, and then Ash Lake. Not Ash Lake. Oh my goodness gracious.
0: Well, regardless, there's points yeah. in that game that have really bad performance issues. And thankfully, that wasn't a huge issue on Demon's Souls. So, you know, I would have liked to see Demon's Souls get that first. I think that's a great answer. Uh, but a little more into my side while you're looking at that is uh, Skate. I still want to see oh, a yeah. next-gen Skate, well, something fierce. Tony
1: has ended his partnership with Activision. Who? Tony Hawk.
0: Yeah, but how's that going to work out? Because, I mean, you know, he intrinsically didn't have anything to do with skate, but I would know. you like to see him come back with a. See, but if he ended it, my assumption is Tony Hawk will be out of gaming.
1: I just now realize I can go home and play Underground on PC. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs>
0: but still, that's my thing. I think Next gen skate, which that uh, that new game session looks to be it's kind just of filling. Of um a But it's just, I don't know. I think it's funny how many franchises EA has that I actually love that I would like to see rebooted. Um, but, you know, we talked about it a couple times. The number one that I'll say that I just think of an older franchise that would look really cool and be really cool and probably work even better with the technology we have today is uh, Soul Reaver. Yeah, The Legacy of Kane series as a whole is good, but I, I always thought the Soul Reaver games had some of the most interesting game design choices back then that would look a lot cooler and work a lot better and be more streamlined in today's world. I think a reboot would be even better, but I would take a remake.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would play either or. Um those games are really really good I only got to play them at my cousin's house but they were super fun our last question which is going to lead into the main topic of course <coughs> Liam said based on the last episode is there a possibility of Sony discontinuing PSN service for PS3 and Vita within a next few years just to focus on the newer network so this is going to bridge the gap into the main topic of uh, talking about the future of these services and what we may want to see or what we hope to see sure um, so I definitely don't think that they're going to get rid of the this. So we got to I mean, go off of what we know. So what yeah, we know, like
0: we've already said, is that, yes, Sony is finally kind of going, okay, with PS Plus, at least with what PS Plus is, which started life on the PS3 as a service. You didn't have to pay for it to play online. It was an additive service, and I enjoyed it. I've had it almost since it launched. Um, but how it started life versus where it's at now are two very different things. So it's like, once they moved it to PS4, the service inherently became slightly different. It became the fact a, that they expanded so much to give you not only two PS3 games, but two Vita games and two PS4 games—six
1: total games—if you They have the were ecosystem. eventually going to start running out of a things. Lot.
0: So here's the thing: they've, and definitely on PS3, the service has been around so long on PS3 that most PS3 games that you would have wanted have yeah. been on the service. Yeah, pretty some much. Some of them are not. I mean, like, I don't think Nino Cooney's ever been on the service, but... And, oh, and maybe it would have been cool for them to put it on the service for PS3 people in preparation for Nino Cooney 2. Actually, that would have been pretty sweet. That would have been. Uh, like, I also think that Knack should have been put on the service before Knack 2 yeah. to encourage more day one sales of Knack 2. Um, but I just, some reason... How this, how this works, yeah. I don't know who makes the decisions and why they wouldn't have thought that that would have been a good idea. Uh, but regardless, you know, you're getting to the point where there's not much you're going to get. Definitely from a critical acclaim standpoint. So you start scraping the bottom of the barrel for some, uh, and then for other people, you start getting into two niche of genres that people would really enjoy it. So sooner or later, they had to do this. You know, I've seen a lot of people, even like Seth, your brother, ask, like, you know, what did we think about the fact that they were cutting these? I don't think it's anything bad. I mean, you got to look at where PlayStation's moving. The PS4 has been a phenomenal success. PS3 was a success, but it was a success they had to fight for. Yeah. Uh, Vita was sadly not something that they gave as much stock and fight as they did with PS3, uh, which is unfortunate, uh, but it happened. So with that being said, you know, definitely on the Vita, the Vita needed to end sooner or later. Uh, they were just, they're not a lot of games they can really put out in that service. Uh, PS3 has already really worked through most of its games and it's just an older console. It's pretty old now. Uh, when you think you start thinking about when this is happening, I mean, that's what, 12 years after the console launched, right? Yeah. So, I mean in terms of what he's saying, the way he words it is like, you know, are they going to almost build an entirely new PlayStation network uh, and then drop support for those cool. to make sure they have a stronger one? Now, here's yeah. I, I not I wouldn't say that I'd be against that because here's the thing. I mean, obviously we know there's going to be a PS5. Sony's confirmed this. Right when who knows? I still stand by. And actually, I want to go ahead and throw this in there because part of what makes this so interesting to me as an announcement is that there's it's next year, 2019 march which is around the same time that i think they're going to announce a ps5 somewhere around february and march now this is just me and i said this a lot and i think that there's enough to you know they talked about they don't economically speaking we're a little bit better than we were i mean you know we're not going through the 2008 great recession that made the last gen so elongated yeah, that basically Thank everybody goodness. contributes to, to the six years the poor the, the poor state of our uh, economical at least North America's economical thing, which we are very important to the gaming industry. Uh, so they they were able to make that gen last so long because of that. Um, I don't think we'll see that again. I hope not. Even though we are seeing like the PS4 Pro and, and Xbox One X, which are extremely more powerful than the PS4, but they still are iterative and they are held back by the fact that they still have to play games that can also run on their original models. So the idea of going to a PS5 is important, I think. First of all, and the secondary thing is that sooner rather than later, it needs to happen. So I stand by the fact that I think it'll be a, a February March reveal, very similar to what they did with PS4, and then we'll see the box possibly, and we'll like, we'll hear specs and stuff like that, and the, kind of the the philosophy behind breaking the system a thing. And then we'll see the box at E3, and then we'll see a release around November like we did with the PS4. I, I think love that, it. I th- and I think that they'll stick with a $400 price point. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? It's been doing them very well.
1: It has. Uh, um, and that, that, that's going to be great for people <laughs> who who are patient gamers, who want to pick up the Pro for, say, $250, <laughs> $300, you know, whatever now, price drop. And don't get me drops. wrong. So here's, that's the other thing. Yeah,
0: it, Obviously, it puts the PS4 at points where it can price drop. PS4 Pro can price drop to accommodate that. Um, but... Obviously, people disagree with that. Some people think 2020, some people think 2021, because of the pro with the Xbox One X. I really hope. I not. just personally cannot think that they would wait that long. Uh, I think that's going to be going on a decade. I can't. That's too long. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I, 2021 I wouldn't. By. I mean, it's eight years, but eight years is also what the PS3 360 gen was, and people just hated. Was it though? Yeah. See, what's funny is like PlayStation have always jumped so Maybe quickly. Maybe
1: PS3, but not for ps P- or for Xbox. That was nine and a half years.
0: Oh, for Xbox it was more. For, yeah, PS3, it was I, a not for PS3 it was seven. For Xbox it was eight. But it no. felt it felt so weird. Yeah, man, 2005 to 2013. I thought it was 2004. 2005. What? <clears throat> PS3 launched 2006. A year later. Uh, all that being said, though... uh,
1: Wow, time (laughs) flies.
0: Right. So, but we've always had shorter generations, right? So, this is kind of going off of what it may mean for PS5, right? Uh, And that's part of what I think that this announcement is important for. Is that this announcement, in my mind, sets up for them to stop worrying about PS3 and Vita, things that are weighing them down as they start to show and focus on the PS5. So, once you have a PS4, which is what most people are playing on now, they announce a PS5, say, early March or late February then the games stop coming out on the service. People won't worry about PS3 and Vita because now they're looking towards the future of the PS5. This, again, is just my... This is what I think. This is my prediction on this. Um, That's a good point, too, because that's how I am with
1: the digital thing.
0: So, I mean, you're going to do it. You're going to slowly push yourself to that point, uh, or at least as a business. It would make sense to me from a business perspective that once you announce the PS5, Now you don't have to sit there and worry too much about the Vita and PS3 because people are moving on naturally. People who haven't bought a PS4 yet will buy one. They'll be playing these games. The service will make sense to them because they'll be playing a handful of games they missed out
1: possibly. And they'll they'll have the service online for a good five to six years. Now,
0: what that means for PS3 and Vita's PSN support, I have no clue. I would think that they would
1: be on for about another five more years. How long
0: do they leave it on? Because how different are the services? Is it tied into a one? And now these are things that come from the point that I don't know enough about the way that the servers are ran for this. The servers are not separate for PS3 and PS Vita, I would imagine. They're all part of the grand server. But they do. For them to run on that server and that much more consoles potentially on it, maybe it means something. But here's the thing is that we keep talking about the issues that come into PSN and why PSN isn't quite as robust as Xbox has been is because of design decisions that were made when they were first setting this you know, system up. This system, yeah. The so when they set up this back end versus the way Xbox did it, Xbox did it with the ability to adapt and change and they were smart from the get-go. PlayStation ran with a bad decision and, and now it's catching up to them. But does that mean they have to launch a new service? Maybe not. I personally say because here is my thing about them launching a new not. service. What happens if they launch a new service? Yeah, what happens to your PS? Do plus all of my PS three games that I had are they just gone?
1: Yeah, that yeah that too. Like what what happens? Because
0: I've often thought I, what I hope, and I don't think it'll I don't necessarily think it'll happen, nor does it have to. But what I hope is that because the the idea behind this digital future is that it has to be similar to what PC's been doing digitally for you know a decade now. The same architecture, which is that you can you can buy digitally on PC because the same architecture you are moving forward. But if you're going to buy digitally, you even it, though it's not necessarily like, oh, yeah, I want to play that 13 years from now. It doesn't matter if you want to or if people really are going to do it. It's about the ability to do it because there will undoubtedly be someone who wants to do that. So if I'm going to buy a game digitally, I do want the thought to go
1: I'll have this in 13 years. 10 to 15 years from now. If I want to play this, I can go play it. And see, that's my thought process behind a lot of it is that, I'm going to want to play the game... like I'm going to get my enjoyment out of the game befo- way before their servers are going to shut down because they're not going to shut down for PS4 for another decade guaranteed. Well, here's Unless my other... Like, so kind of catastrophic app.
0: As a link to what you're saying, that's what makes it so crazy to me when they're shutting down online services for games so early. Well, and like that's... Gravity Rush. Yeah. Which, again, I get it. The games didn't perform well, so they're shutting down these servers. Now, obviously, that has nothing to do with PSN or that server, but it obviously means that Sony is not necessarily afraid to cut things they don't feel like are worth keeping open anymore. Yeah. So, eventually... If the PS3 and Vita support is weighing them down, wouldn't it make sense to eventually cut them? I've long said if they do that, all digital purchases will need to be updated with a permanent license that that no longer needs to be updated.
1: I don't know. if Does your current (sighs) license have to be updated? Your your
0: license expires every year and has to re... If you'll check when you go to your purchase things on PS3 or anything, whenever your license is renewed, they show up higher in your re-download list because the license is newer. Oh, see, I don't... Get it's really weird. I've seen it plenty it. of times and you'll see it happen, you know, every couple of years. Uh, but that's one of those things. So the, the license would need to be a thing that becomes permanent. Right. Uh, that would be the only thing that would make that okay in my mind. But secondarily, the thing is that I would hope that if the, the service continues to move forward onto the PS5, and hopefully they fix all the issues, they're able to work around it and get the system going to where it can evolve more smoothly with the PS5. I want the PS5 to potentially play all my PS4 games, obviously. That's actually, all I would almost say, games. But all my PS3 digital games, if nothing else. Right, yeah, because... Wouldn't that be awesome? I'm mean, not ex- saying it's a requirement. I will not crap all over PS5 if they don't have it, but it would be really nice, and I don't see why, at that point, they they wouldn't be able to, hopefully. Again, I can't ever say from a business decision or from a technological uh, standpoint, standpoint, because that's just not something i necessarily immerse myself, immerse myself in. But it's one of those things where I would uh, want... To, all of my, since the services began, I would want all of those to be able to play. That includes the PS1 games I bought that were playable on PS3, but for some reason are not playable on PS4. The PS2 games I bought on PS3 that are for some reason not playable on PS4.
1: Yeah. You have to rebuy so them. That's that's a thing that Microsoft has <laughs> almost a huge advantage of is the fact that the Xbox One X really is by far the best machine in the in this generation to have, if you want to go back and play last year and stuff for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, it's that's been, yeah. Um, it's, it's um, but that's where Sony really, really needs to improve in my opinion. And that's what I but want. See, to Microsoft the is looking back while Sony's looking forward. I, I
0: can't blame either. Well, I mean, Microsoft's looking back because they're, they're, they really pres- have their present. isn't doing very well games. for them. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just in a weird in between. So looking back at least gives them something to talk about. And it gives them a people like that. People like the nostalgia pool. PlayStation is not doing that, but does that mean that they're they they will be more likely and eager to leave behind? I hope not. I, I would th- hope that they would be like, we don't need to leave this behind because
1: this is a legacy as part of this. We need to move forward with this. I think they're going to see the Games Pass and the 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 popularity of the backwards compatibility with the Xbox One and the praises it gets. I, they're they're going to see that as. A I don't good know about Games Pass.
0: I think backwards compatibility is more of a shoe in. Well,
1: Games Pass is a good thing just because it gives you Xbox 360 games. Well, it's, yeah, it's sure, there, it's but it's a service. Whereas
0: yeah. it, instead, like, I'd want it to be more like the xbox one's backwards compatibility uh and Even i guess at this disc. point we're talking about ps5 more than anything but yeah, yeah you know you put it or in the, and maybe it gives you a digital future. copy of the game that, the, that they can emulate from there maybe it's not actually running from a disc but the fact that you some can go kind walmart, is better than none
1: yeah the fact that you can go to walmart and pick up red dead redemption and an xbox one-esque case is really cool too like that's Sweet. I did not
0: know you could do that.
1: Yeah, dude. Have you not seen what the backwards compatibility cases look like? No. Dude, it's an updated version of (sighs) an Xbox One case, but it has the art for the 360. Like, let's see. It's It's a weird marketing thing, too, because, of course, the game says Xbox One playable 360 game or something. Like, it markets it almost as an Xbox One game.
0: I mean, technically, I guess it is. It's playing on Xbox One. But, see, that's where this stuff gets really interesting. So, Liam... Going off of that and going into what it means for ours, I know there's been a lot of talking in between, but I have a really hard time imagining a future where Sony completely cuts off PS3 and Vita, or at least more so.
1: It has that green top.
0: That is weird.
1: Yeah, it's like it's it's borderline like a three Xbox One game case, but it has that weird top on it. Yeah, but
0: so I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna say it's impossible. It very well could be. Um, I would like. You know, communications key on all these things. Like, I'm so glad that they gave us a year in advance for this information. Yeah, I am too, because uh, it allows
1: you and, to kind of prepare for everything. And
0: I would hope that they would do the same uh, with 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 any kind of announcement of shutting these services down. And I would want communication as to why, what they're moving it forward to, what it's going to mean for the services that goes on PS5. And that must that to me that needs to be a lot. If you're going to cut the original service off. And PSN is going to be a whole new thing Where they completely rebuild from the ground up On this new uh, thing
1: I have some options
0: What's going to happen? Where do my digital purchases go? I need yep. to know that. And it needs to be communicated to me, to me clearly. That needs, I need to know. Definitely to me. I need to know that this is going to be a more reliable service that never, that doesn't go down as often, which is not a big complaint for me, but it does happen. It's
1: still, it's happened five times this year. So. <laughs> so major I mean, outages. So it's, it's, I, and again, they a have affected people, me,
0: but you play more online than I do. Yeah, so, you know it, a lot of happens. people
1: are outraged at the price raise. So, like, that's so what one do that is one thing is that sweet, sweet system stability. Get you some sweet, sweet service stability for, goodness sake because it's happened to me twice now where i was off work or i had like a friday night i got off work and i'm off the weekend and i couldn't play and it's like it's it's crazy too a lot of people have been mad about it because the price increase hasn't really done much for us in that sense i'm sure we got we maybe got bloodborne because of the price increase or something maybe
0: but but see maybe the in in terms of what we're talking about with liam uh, or the way that i took liam's question which is that Maybe it's going to be a whole new service if they completely cut this one off and just throw it away and pull your purchases forward if possible. I would like that. But if they do that, but what if that's what it's for? You know, the money's towards... I have a feeling that the money's going towards r- doing all the things they want to do on the back end to bring it up to date so that they can involve it alongside Xbox Live easier. Now, of course, Xbox Live doesn't matter to me. I can say that it's probably a better service because for a lot of the reasons, I could see that. Well,
1: hold on, there's a difference between Games Pass and Xbox Live, though. Yeah, Xbox? but I'm talking about Xbox Live specifically. Oh, okay. okay. I, was making, I, was, I was clarifying. Yeah, no. Uh,
0: I didn't even think I said Xbox pa- Games Pass. No, I you did, didn't. My bad. No, you didn't. Uh, so, no, But sure. Xbox Live is not a service I use, so obviously. No. I don't play on Xbox uh playstation playstation now is fine for me it doesn't need to be something crazy now uh playstation plus See, Sorry. that's the correct that's where you get that's where you're killing me yeah uh that's where I'm getting mixed up but uh p s plus is fine it's a good service to me because it does everything I enjoyed it when it first came out because of what it brought me as a, a value proposition which is, hey on PS3 we're going to be uploading your uh, we're going to give you a cloud storage and we're going to upload saves to the cloud automatically cloud for you cloud storage is killer too a lot of people that's need to take advantage that great thing right that. yeah, that's automatic updates you. I said it
1: last I said it last episode dude for me to go to GameStop with a and get a brand new PS4 and just come back down download all my games all my cloud saves it's super easy yeah
0: it's extremely it's beneficial your PS4 dies you have all your game saves automatically ba- uploaded you know that's awesome um but, Saul, so what else did you, because I mean, yeah, you, you brought this, you know, it's been a weird week for me, obviously, well, well, I haven't been as in tune with this, I like the idea though when you said it, so what was kind of the more of the fleshed out version of what you kind of think about this?
1: It's, it's really so much of like, if they are going to get rid of these, which they are, they said they are, we have a year. Well yeah, so they, like, they're getting what, rid of the games. W- but. So, would you like to see a PSVR title every month? Or would you like to see a PSVR title every other month so you're, to you're, supplement the loss of PS3 and the VR? Yeah, so
0: you're kind of wanting to talk into what exactly this means for the PS4's future. Uh, Not about a sort of, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm like... like,
1: like is it going to benefit us, or is everything going to just stay exactly the same?
0: I mean, wh- where's your stance on it? Like, I want it Or to, what do you want versus what do you expect?
1: Honestly, I want it to benefit us, but if they would also... If they're doing that to save money... Um, because i don't I really don't know how these contracts work how these games become free I don't know if they have to pay the company at x amount of money they I'm do. sure they it's do. a guaranteed yeah. amount
0: of money and it's how much that they and I think again this is what I've seen from a lot of looking in uh it's they look at how much the game's currently selling versus how many potential sales it being on the service and would give lose the them that potential money and they kind of give them an area of what that would be and then just let and because of course more people are gonna get it this way because it's free but yeah. um
1: I can only imagine how much the people they, they
0: basically c- they work at a price they agree upon that's okay for how much money the game the company will be losing. It's it's a, it's obviously like a, it's a, it's a contract. They go yeah. back and forth. I'm sure there, there's some uh, deliberation on how much and for how you know. But some and like it's it's weird. It's worked in some companies favored. It's worked in others not. Like you know, Rocket League probably could have made a lot more money. But some of its success also came from the fact that so many people got it for free.
1: Yeah, and that's that's what's, and that word of mouth
0: it. spread out to where now people are buying it. Who didn't get it on PS Plus month? And because you know, it's just, it's one of those things. I think that it, it's an interesting balance. So what I hope is that we get more. Like I was saying, like this is a good month, and they said best month ever. I don't it's, know if I'd it, say that, but it's a good month. It's I would. A great I, would
1: month. I would say it rivals Rocket League would be in the best month ever. Yeah.
0: So I mean, you know, it's one of those things where these are great. These are good games. Actually, these are these are what I would consider. Both of these were system sellers. Uh, in my opinion, I think Bloodborne is definitely a seller. I don't know seller.
1: necessarily about Ratchet and Clank, but I'm sure it did sell a couple for some people. Yeah, I, I Bloodborne, would, I know for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, Bloodborne is a PS4, But just I for think Bloodborne. that,
0: you know, their reverence, at least, they became, in, at least in post release, something that people talked so fondly about that they became at least very strong reasons to buy the game or to buy the console. Uh, so that's cool. Anytime that you see PS Plus get games that I consider to be, like, you know, basically universally loved oh. uh, and, and basically must plays on the system. That's great because yeah. people who have maybe not gotten them for, uh, you know, maybe you don't want to 20, spend $20 because you're like, well, the hype may have gotten it builds up too much. Well, and the, the- Being able to circumvent that's great, but this is what I expect. Every month now, if this is going to be the thing, yeah. at least every month after the PS3 games and the Vita games have dropped, which I think what we're going to see is that the Vita and PS3 will stay, but they'll have a severe drop in quality. The PS4 games are going to get the bulk of the mindset and and the budget, and we're going to see better PS4 games. The occasional VR games they throw in there, I think that's super cool. That will probably be something they continue to do, which has been so far. Each of the VR games stays for two months, and then they rotate it out. Um, And I'm okay with that. Yeah, Uh, there's obviously less VR games coming out, and it's but it's a good way to promote that particular. Not system, and they can't but, you, always know, do it, because, that, that you know,
1: the limited amount of VR games. There is a lot of them, but the amount of yeah. contracts. So a,
0: as that happens, and that'll be one thing. Uh, but the number one thing I hope to see is that we either... Honestly, I, I think I would re- prefer two better games than four PS4 games uh, or something like well, that, or maybe even three. But I really think that this is going to be a thing that we start to see PS5, and they're going to have an announcement, and there's going to be obvious PS5 games at launch,
1: being on the service. It's going to be a makeup announcement for people because when you think about it, and I was going to say that there's this it's an odd place, but it's so fascinating. It's a subreddit and it's called Patient Gamers and it's people who are going in and they're recommending games for like 360 and PS3 (laughs) maybe because they didn't have enough money back then and they're catching up on a backlog or maybe because they don't want to play the game until three years later. So it's going to be a wonderful experience for people like that because, in my opinion, they're going to get rid of some of these lower-quality titles that are cross-buy and cross-save. Because I think that when they get the PS3 out and the PS Vita out, they're going to be able to focus on more titles. Because I know a lot of those titles that have that option also are probably easy to buy out and give for free.
0: Yeah, they're normally the, more budgeted titles. Yeah. yeah,
1: So I think that the not only is the quality going to improve on the games we get for free, hopefully. But I hope they bank this money and then put it towards something such as service stability or maybe even... I would honestly say that, like, if they did this and then they incorporated another service instead of PS Now with a new launch of the PS5, you know, given the time and the retrospect of it and some cool options, I would pay similar to, like, a Games Pass service like we talked about before where you get, you know, in a library of games that you can, like, play. I really, though, I really want that money to go towards the technology to make sure the PS5 is backwards compatible. Like, I know that's not yeah, exactly see, now what those the are money different. is going to go for. Those are different pools of money. I, exactly, I mean, yeah. I do have
0: to say that if, if PS Plus is a service, that money needs to continue going back into that service. Right, yeah. And okay. now that does include, obviously, server stability and the and the service as a whole and what they can do to make the well, service better, but it also does, obviously, include the games that are included on the service, and that's important. I mean, obviously, I, I you're going to want... I
1: that I'll, I'll make sure that, like... The the money that we're that they're saving or banking is going to go for PS4 games that are backwards compatible. You get in the part of this new bundle. I got you. Here. As
0: yeah, and see, and obvious, I, I feel like that's what's going to happen. They're going to do the same thing that what Xbox does, which is hey, not only do you get these two PS, uh, I mean these two Xbox One games, you get these two 360 games that are not only playable on your 360, yeah. they're also playable on your one. So it's like you're getting four Xbox One games. Sure, I'm not with that. Yeah, I, yeah don't like, care.
1: I mean imagine the PS5 comes out and then three weeks later the month vault rolls over and they're like. You get this month for free. You get you know Uncharted Four and then Shadow of the Colossus remake. It's like yeah, something balling. like that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be
0: cool. I'd be all right with that because like I said, there's a lot of people that either avoid these games or get them early, sell them because they can't keep them. And then when you get them again on PS Plus, it's cool. It's like, oh hey, I have this again and I can play it again. Like I did with NAC. You know, I love Knack, but I had to sell it back when it came out. I mean, I couldn't afford to get it. when I got the PS4. I was still working at the hospital. Well, see, I, I couldn't a, afford to just game, game, game. So what I had to do was
1: I also have the bad sell habit a game. of like. Some games I don't justify spending 60 bucks on, so I will trade a game in for them because I don't want to spend $60. And then, like, I got rid of the Witcher, but now I got it digitally. Can't do that again. So, And that's, that's almost a way of training myself. It's like it, I'm making sure that the games I want at full price, I'm paying that amount for. Because well, something just came out that somebody was talking about that was, oh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. I was like, yeah, that's not a lot worth of people.
0: $60. A lot of people talked about that.
1: Honestly, yeah. what I was thinking about doing with that game too is just downloading it on Steam because I know my computer can handle it, and then playing it. And if I liked it, I liked it, and I'll buy it on PS4 and do a refund on Steam. So you could do that. You can have two weeks, two hours to uh, to play the game. So if you have less than two hours play time and it's less than two weeks from when you bought it, you can refund it. No questions asked. I could see that. Yeah. So that's
0: actually not a bad idea. It's a, a little bit of a. Well, it's, I mean, it's, practice, it's a little,
1: little shiesty, but yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's. I've only refunded one game before. And that was Republic Commando because that game ran like doodoo butter on my PC back then, and that was a game that should have run flawlessly on that old PC. The game yeah, it was I don't know. terrible, crashing it, and burning. And
0: PS Plus is fine. I yeah, like, I just I think, want I, it to be.
1: It's going to be interesting to see the future. You know what's and, funny is
0: that I, I can't remember who it was now, and I apologize for this. Someone asked us if we thought that these games being taken away. Oh, I think it was Sean Rude. Uh, rude. Cold. Um, he said, like, do we think that this is the beginning? He he had misunderstood that the games were. He thought it was coming this March. So after this March, there'd be no more. Yeah, I all that. Yeah, and we'll he was saw like, that. you know, uh, do you think this is the beginning of a service like PS Now being included?
1: Which would be sick. I would like. I that. just don't think that that will happen. You know, I mean, I mean,
0: it's it's a possibility. I mean, it's not outside of the realm of of reason. But think about the contractual. The way that works contractually. When you pay for a year of uh, PS Now, it's like
1: $100, isn't it? No. That's like 6 bucks a month now, isn't it? I don't think so. Uh, we just looked this up, too, last couple of episodes, we? and I can't remember now. Um, i think going to look it up right here, PS Plus,
0: uh, PS Now price.
1: I really, really wish, though, that they did. It's nineteen ninety nine 99 a month. Oh, my gosh, dude. Hold on. That's Play- how much you pay for Xbox Live and Games Pass combined. That's a better value. No, it's not. It That's two hundred and forty dollars a year just for PS now.
0: But you can buy it at a year and it's cheaper. I mean, dude, you, you're still buying you're still buying PS plus monthly, aren't you?
1: You, don't, you, don't, you hush your mouth. Don't talk That's to me. It's twelve dollars oh. a month, I think. No, it's still nine ninety nine.
0: It's nine ninety nine, but my point being is that it's sixty dollars for a year, so I'll just, I just buy a year. I never
1: I never got a price increase on my plus. My well plus no, always-
0: the year is what price increased.
1: Oh, so if I just leave it at nine ninety nine, it's pretty much the same as it always is. As it's always been. But my okay. point being is, it's all you
0: still. By the time it's all done, you're paying double the hundred, the sixty dollars it takes for a year. If you're paying ten dollars a month, you're paying one hundred and twenty
1: a year. Wait, no, no, no. Is it sixty dollars for a year? Yes. So you're uh, paying
0: double what it would cost you if you, you just know.
1: bought it up front. Still, would not pay sixty bucks a year for now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that is pretty much the end. Three months um, is forty
0: four ninety nine. So there's no way
1: they're going to roll... That's still a big ripoff compared to what's on there. There's not a lot on now. <laughs> there's like 30 to 40 games. No way, there's way more than that. 30 to 40 good games? <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't know, but I'm just saying there's way the more The games than that.
1: I want to play on there, like, like I was saying, is Devil May Cry 4, which now... Wait, Devil May Cry 3? I forgot which... Whatever Devil May Cry was I downloaded on now, it's just... Or streamed, was not good enough, but we'd like to hear what you guys think in the comments we always post on uh the episode recap on twitter for you guys on mondays let us know in the twitter comments and if you don't like twitter you know that's fine we have let us know in the email. youtube comments let us yeah. know wherever you want to go we're gonna start putting the discord chat in the description so you guys can yeah. follow us or so. not follow us but chat with us uh our psn ids are always down there too and mine is the same as my steam id if you want to add me and play some PUBG, if you need somebody to play some PUBG with let me know holler at your boy um, but I think that's about it for me. Do you have anything to add, Brent? Yeah, I mean, I just
0: want to rein- uh, kind of reinforce what you say a little bit clearer because we had a little more going in there. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to hear what kind of games y'all thought – Uh, What kind of games you'd like to see on the service moving forward? What you expect from the service moving forward with these games coming out now? Whether you expect to see them right now as we start to see probably, like we mentioned, the games quality on the Vita and PS3 going down, uh, or just what you expect to see from the service once they completely drop the games in March of next year. What do you want from PlayStation uh, Plus? And honestly, I would like to see what people want or what people would think about them completely uprooting ps plus and yeah. making it a brand new service yeah. that's completely disconnected from the original
1: honestly i would love it as long as my licenses yeah. stayed the same and everything and they added a bonus like they do now of those free games i would love it
0: it'd be interesting i don't know i don't want to say change I, would be cool i mean it wouldn't be bad but it's still change and it's and it stands to mess with something i feel like
1: yeah it's true yeah it's gonna mess with the balance there maybe the guy who you know who's working two jobs and can't always afford a game and he kind of looks forward to that free PlayStation Plus game of one kind of keep him keep him busy
0: who knows man it, there, it's a lot to talk about jobs. because the service is so wildly different from every for everybody but i think it's smart of sony personally this is my final words on it i think it's smart personally smart of sony to go ahead and drop PS3 and vita let them stop being dead weight to what the service is um Dropping them completely, I'm a little more apprehensive about in terms of dropping P- P- PlayStation uh, PSN support.
1: Yeah. for the entirety, I would I would definitely have to have some good, some really, 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 really good, 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 good. I mean, good, not great, but good reasons to keep buying it if they took out all of that. Like there better be at least something for free a month. I better get something. I don't know. I you know it, I, whatever. i just gonna pay for like. No, you got your competitor over here doing the the bomb stuff for twenty bucks a month. You get everything in the world. You can't just, you know, you got to have something.
0: All right, let us know your thoughts, and we will see you next week for episode 50. Thank you. This has been Triangle Squared. Thank you, guys.